is to say I'm no longer classifying myself. I'm no longer voluntarily keeping myself in the mental category of someone who can't change and who is stuck forever. I want to break out of the snow globe. I want to shatter my own limitations for what I think is possible for myself. And even if it feels vulnerable and even if it feels scary and even if it's going to be hard and even if it's going to take time, I am choosing to get out of that old paradigm that isn't working for me and to learn to start betting on myself. Welcome to The Art of Speaking Up, a podcast that helps professional women access the limitless potential that lies within them. I'm your host, Jessica Guzik, and my mission is to help you find that spark inside you that has the power to transform your career in ways you may not have thought possible. I'm so excited that you're here, and now onto the show. Welcome to the show. It's time for a solo episode. I get really excited to record solo episodes because I get to talk to you and share what's on my heart and hopefully help you feel stronger and more empowered. So I'm feeling very excited about it. Today's episode is all about mindset and imposter syndrome and learning to harness strength and pull strength out from inside you, which is a really, really important thing, not just in your career and not just in your life, but also as you become a leader. It's really something that you need to learn how to do. And I'm so excited to talk to you about this because I love mindset and I love leadership and I love all the nerdy, all the nerdy mindset leadership topics. They're the best. And I think it'll help you if you're working on confidence and executive presence. So I I am pumped. Okay. <laughs> Woo, full of energy today. Okay. Before I get into that, I want to share with you my course, my free video course that I've been talking about, Speak Like a CEO, that I created for the women in this community to help give you the foundational skills to show up with strength and confidence when you're in a meeting and speaking to a group of people. This is going to give you foundational skills that you can use, whether you're giving a presentation, whether you're participating ad hoc in a meeting, it literally doesn't matter. Executive presence is the same all the time because it's who you are, it's who you're being. It's a way of speaking that you do everywhere. And this is a three-part course. It's video, so you get to see me. And I teach you the foundational skills for executive presence. And I walk you through everything from the emotional component, so having that strong, certain, confident sound in your voice, to what words to use and how to structure the way you speak in a way that really builds authority into the content that you're sharing. So the way that you share the ideas that you have and the way that you share information with people has enormous potential to solidify your role as the leader in the room. And, you know, it's interesting because I think a lot of times with executive presence, we think of it as these big dramatic things like you enter the room feeling really strong and you speak like this. But as you will learn in the course, the way that I do executive presence is actually quite subtle. And it's these subtle shifts and these subtle tweaks to what you say and how you say it that really make you so much more powerful, so much more magnetic in a room. If you want to get the course on executive presence, I will drop the link in the show notes. You can also find it at justguzzitcoaching.com slash free resources. I'm really excited for you to take it. It is a very fun course. 
And with that, I'm going to get into the main stuff for today, which is all about your inner world and all about mindset and all about how you have the power to pull yourself out of places of stuckness and out of these states or waves or experiences of imposter syndrome. And I have a couple of things to say about imposter syndrome and about mindset work and leadership development work in general before I dive in. One is with imposter syndrome, there are so many possible ways to view the problem of imposter syndrome and solve the problem of imposter syndrome for yourself. And as this show goes on, I'm going to offer you a lot of different perspectives so that you can find the one that lands with you. But one of the most important things that I'll share with you ultimately, and what I'm going to be talking about on this episode, is that you don't want to give your imposter syndrome so much power. And you really want to figure out how you can empower yourself to take accountability and empower yourself to get in the driver's seat when it comes to what you're thinking, what perspective you're adopting, and what action you're taking. So I'm going to talk more about that. The second thing I want to share with you uh, is that when it comes to any kind of mindset work, it's really not about listening to one podcast episode and then being like, okay, cool. Now I know what to do. Now I know how I'm supposed to think. Now I know how I'm supposed to approach this. That is just the beginning, right? Just like with my executive presence course, the last thing I say when you get to the end of the course is I tell you that you have to go out and start practicing. Because when you're learning concepts and ideas, yes, like cognitively, you're seeing and you're understanding, okay, like this is how this works. This is what Jess is saying could help me. But it's not until you begin implementing it that you really begin to internalize it and embody it. And you begin to see how it's working and operating and functioning for you. And that is a very different, that is like a lived, learned experience versus just consuming information. And the reason why this is important for me to share with you is because consuming information is a lot more comfortable. So it's a lot more comfortable to listen to a podcast episode than to go out in your day-to-day job and take a risk and take a little little tippy-toe step outside of your comfort zone. That's a lot harder, but that's where the change is gonna happen. So you could listen and listen and listen and listen to all the things But if you never take that step outside into that place of scariness, into that place of a little bit of discomfort, it's going to be very difficult for you to experience meaningful, lasting change. So take what I'm sharing and do your best to try to find places in your professional life where you can implement this. And you don't need to go big and dramatic. It doesn't need to be a big, dramatic thing, right? So I'm telling you, yes, you need to implement things, but you get to do it bite-sized. You get to do it small. I talk about this also in my executive presence course. Don't try to go for everything all at once. That can be overwhelming to you. Try to find your next little bite-sized step that you can implement to get you a quick win, to get you building some momentum, and to get you showing yourself that you are in control and that you can change the way you show up in small ways that add up to powerful, powerful change over time. Okay, so now we're going to talk about your mindset and imposter syndrome and how you have the power to become aware of how you're thinking about yourself and how you're thinking about the world and to notice whether the perspectives that you have are helping you show up with strength and confidence or whether there are alternative perspectives that you can adopt that will help you show up bigger. Okay, 
So here's how I want you to think about the experience of imposter syndrome. I want you to think about when you're having a moment of questioning yourself or maybe multiple moments, right? But when you're in the experience of questioning yourself and feeling small and being afraid that you can't do it or that you're not good enough, I want you to think of that experience as if you are trapped in one of those snow globe shakers. So those glass things that have like, you know, the little like something inside and you shake it and like there's water inside and like the snow swirls all around. I want you to think of the experience of imposter syndrome as like being in one of those snow globes, except when you shake it, like all of the things that are swirling around you are all of your negative thoughts about yourself and all of the feelings that you have. And in that snow globe, I also want you to imagine that there's like, you know, like a house or a building. So it's like, it feels like this really real universe. And when you're in that experience and all those thoughts are swirling around you and you're in the snow globe, it feels real because you're in that little universe and it's like this self-contained thing and you're like, yup, and this is like just how it is. Like, this is just the truth. This is my experience. I'm bad at my job. I'm gonna get fired. It's not gonna go well. Something bad is gonna happen, right? You're trapped in that snow globe. And just like that snow globe is small <laughs> and it's confined to the interior of like that, that circumference of that circle, that's exactly what happens when you allow your imposter syndrome and you allow those thoughts and you allow those feelings to dictate your action. They keep you really, really small. They keep you acting within the confines of this little snow globe. And what I want to offer to you is that there's an entire world out there that if you can open up your mind to and if you're willing to be brave and courageous and you're willing to do scary things and you're willing to question your own beliefs about yourself and you're willing to take actions that maybe you've never taken before, what will happen is you will enter the universe outside of that very limited, very small experience that you have in that snow globe of imposter syndrome. I want you to think about daring to try on a new belief about yourself or daring to take an action that is braver than an action that you've typically taken before. I want you to think about that as being in the snow globe, being in the experience of imposter syndrome, having that snow and that water like swirling all around you and being in that experience. And it's like you picking up in like a pick or a hammer and being like, I'm going to shatter the walls of this thing and all the water is going to pour out. And then all of a sudden, I'm not going to be in the snow globe anymore. I'm going to be in that big wild world around me in a whole new place, a whole new frontier. And that's scary because you're in this snow globe and it seems real and it seems self-contained and you've been in it for a while. But it isn't until you're willing to go outside of the edges of it and break the edges of it break the limits of it, that you have the chance, that you'll have the chance to expose yourself to another alternative truth. But the beautiful thing is that the new truth that you're exposing yourself to is so much more empowering because when you're outside of that snow globe, the options that you have for how you can show up and what you can do and how you can think about yourself and how you can view yourself in your role, they become massively, massively expanded versus when you're in the confines of that little snow globe and you're just acting 
within that like very, very finite radius and not going outside of it. And what this really requires you to do, if you're like, yeah, I'm in the snow globe, I'm totally like in my thoughts, I'm in this like little scary universe that I've created and it feels really real and it feels like I suck at my job and it feels like everything's going to go wrong and I wanna get out of it, I wanna shatter the snow globe. If that's where you are, then one of the most empowering things you can do to shatter the snow globe is to notice what are some of the thought paradigms and things that you're thinking about the world and about yourself that feel really, really true when you're in the snow globe of imposter syndrome. And it requires you to take this bold, scary leap of faith where you identify this thought that you're thinking about yourself and you start to explore in your mind how the world would look and how you would act if you believed that something different was true. And this is really, really important. This is important not just for your own confidence and not just for your own ability to get like out of the snow globe of your own limiting thoughts about yourself and into a world of more empowering thoughts that have you taking action, but this is actually a skill that you need to be able to have as a leader. It is really hard to lead others and to create progress on a bigger scale from inside a snow globe because then what's happening is you're imposing, you might be imposing your own limitations and your own fears and your own insecurities onto other people. And so step one is learn how to shatter your own snow globe and get out of the snow globe, out of the matrix of your own limiting thoughts and beliefs about yourself and into a more expansive view. And then step two, becoming a leader, is when you're doing that for other people. So the people on your team, the people around you, they're in a snow globe and you're helping them get out of their snow globe. But first, you have to work on getting out of yours. And if you're ready to get out of yours and you're like, I want to get out, then there are two things that you need to be thinking about. The first thing you need to be thinking about is what beliefs and thoughts feel true to you when you're trapped in the snow globe of imposter syndrome. And the second thing you need to think about is what actions do you take when you're trapped in the snow globe of imposter syndrome and what actions would you take if you broke out of the snow globe? And I wanna share some thoughts with you that might help you identify what you're thinking. Because often when you're in the snow globe, you're in the imposter syndrome, you're in that experience of it, you're experiencing very limiting thoughts that are based on pessimism and lack and a very negative subjective interpretation of the world. And where you're trying to go, if you're trying to shatter the snow globe, break out of the snow globe, break out of those limitations, is you're trying to go to perspectives and beliefs that are more optimistic and more anchored in the potential for growth, more anchored in possibility, what could be, what is possible, rather than looking at things in front of you and seeing all the limitations, right? Seeing like just what's in the snow globe and not seeing anything ever outside of that. And so I'll share some common ways of like looking at the world and looking at you and your work environment when you're inside the snow globe. And I'll share with you what perspectives you would adopt if you were trying to shatter the snow globe and get out of the snow globe and break out of your own, like your own sense of imposter syndrome and the limitations that you might be imposing on yourself without even realizing it because you're in the snow globe, but you don't realize you are. You're just like, no, no, no. Like I'm just in a snow globe and this is just all that's available to me, this little universe. You think, you often think it's true And this is what's so tricky about thoughts and beliefs is that it's really hard often 
to identify our own limiting thoughts and our own limiting beliefs because they feel true to us. So they don't feel like thoughts or beliefs. They just feel like, no, 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 this is how the world works. So it's like you're in that snow globe and you don't always remember that you're in it. You forget that you're in the snow globe of imposter syndrome and you just think you're in the world and like this is just how the world is and like things are awful and you're awful. You forget that it's a perspective. You forget that it's a lens. You forget that it's a subjective experience that over time you have the power to shift and change. Okay, so let me share some thoughts and perspectives that you might experience from inside the snow globe of imposter syndrome, and I'm going to contrast them with perspectives that you can take when you are outside or seeking to shatter that snow globe and shatter your own thoughts and your own ideas about what limits you and the ways in which you are limited, the ways in which you are broken, the ways in which you are screwed or messed up or not going to succeed, right? So what we're going for is finding those thoughts, finding those beliefs, and figuring out what perspectives you could take instead that would lead you to far more empowering action. So one of the big things that you might feel or notice coming up when you're trapped in the snow globe is this thought or this feeling that it's not going to work, that something isn't going to work, it isn't going to succeed, it is going to fail. And that thought is very, very paralyzing, right? That thought not only feels bad, but when you're thinking that it's not going to work, it's going to go badly, it's going to go poorly – That also has your brain searching for evidence to confirm that it's not going to work. So like when you're in the snow globe in that flurry of like it's not going to work, all you can see are all the horrible things in the snow globe all around you. And it begins to feel really true. And then you go, yep, see, it's not going to work. I have all this evidence that it's not going to work. When really your brain is just doing what brains do, which is it's looking for evidence to confirm what you already believe to be true. And the perspective that I would suggest you replace this with, the perspective of a leader, the perspective that will get you out of the snow globe, is that there is always a way to make things work. And this can feel almost like wild and daring and vulnerable Because believing that there's always a way to make something work, believing you can solve anything, that you can fix anything, that there's just always a way, requires you to make a leap of faith. And it requires you to believe that you can figure something out before you know exactly what the path is going to look like or before you have the evidence. And yet that is exactly what is needed from a leader because so often what is being created, what is being built across an organization is something that's never happened before, right? We don't yet have that evidence that it's going to work, but we need the person leading us to instill the evidence that it's going to work, right? So like, imagine if the CEO was like giving an all hands or a company meeting and he or she or they were like, oh, so like this is our strategy for the next fiscal year. I'm not sure if it's going to work. Like just imagine what the employees would feel. They would be like, what? That would be so destabilizing, right? Now, does the CEO have evidence? Can they predict the future? Do they know with 100% certainty that it's going to work? Hell no. There is no way that they can know the future. Are they adopting that perspective? Because that's the perspective that makes it most likely that it's going to work. Yes, exactly. When you get into that space of possibility, when you get into that space of what if this could work and how could this work, it actually brings out your own highest performance and encourages you to stretch yourself and engage in a much deeper way than you would engage when you're thinking 
It's not going to work. And I really want you to think about this thought paradigm of like, it's not going to work versus there's always a way to make it work or it's definitely going to work. I really want you to think about that paradigm, both for the actual work that you do, like, you know, the things that you're creating in your job and your own confidence building, right? So you can apply this paradigm to the work that you're doing and you could think, well, I'm going to fail at this project or this thing is not going to go well. It's not going to work. It's not going to work. You can also have the same thoughts about yourself and your own growth and your confidence, right? So you could have a thought of like, well, I'm listening to this podcast and I'm trying to build my confidence, but really it's not going to work, right? Like really I'm going to be stuck here forever versus there's always a way to make it work. It's definitely going to work. I'm going to find a way to make it work. Do you see how disempowering it is to believe it's not going to work about yourself? That is one of the most disempowering beliefs you can hold on to. And it doesn't mean that you're wrong or you're bad or you've done something wrong if you have this belief that you're stuck and that your growth and your confidence building isn't going to work. But it, but it does mean that once you become aware that you're thinking of yourself in this way, you now have the option to decide, is this something that I want to keep or is this something that I want to begin trying to let go of? And it can take time to let go of like a really strong belief about yourself. And it's not necessarily like you're going to decide it and then boom, all of a sudden, like you're going to believe that you can grow and that you can build confidence. But it's a journey. And the only way to start that journey is to start with a clear intention of I want to stop having this limited view of myself. I want to stop thinking that it's not going to work with my own growth. And I really want to take that leap of faith to bet on myself and bet on the fact that anything is possible and it definitely can work. I used to think this about myself, especially like with meetings and stage fright. I thought there's no way I could like feel calm in front of people and I will forever like have this problem. And it was only until I was willing to say, well, like, what if that's not true, that then I was willing to do, like, do speaking more and get in front of people more and just start taking all the actions that I would take if I believed that there was a way for it to work. And as a result, it started to work more and more, right? And so I really want you to think about this and I want you to empower yourself to choose the beliefs that help you grow into the person that you want to be. And it sounds like a little bit cheesy, but it's true. And I think it can feel scary and vulnerable, like really hard and really scary and really vulnerable to be in a place where you are still in the struggle. It's still hard. It still feels difficult. It still feels icky to be in that place and like have the audacity to be like, I'm just going to believe that I can get through this. Like that requires you to be a little nutty and to be a little dreamy and to like have a really big vision, right? A BHAG, a big, hairy, aggressive goal is what some would call it in the business world. That requires cojones, my friends. But that is the start of the growth journey. That is such an important step to take is to say, I'm no longer classifying myself. I'm no longer voluntarily keeping myself in the mental category of someone who can't change and who is stuck forever. I want to break out of the snow globe. I want to shatter my own limitations for what I think is possible for myself. And even if it feels vulnerable and even if it feels scary and even if it's going to be hard and even if it's going to take time. I am choosing to get out of that old paradigm that isn't working for me and to learn to start betting on myself. It is one of the strongest and most powerful, most empowering things you can do 
and it will make you such a wildly effective leader. When you learn how to let go of your own limitation and step into a higher performing, stronger, more confident version of yourself, you will be so inspirational to the people around you and you will help them dream bigger for themselves and you will help them grow into something bigger for themselves. So this is one that, man, when you do this for yourself, it has a ripple effect that is so strong for the people around you. And ultimately, you know, my goal with this show and with the work I do is to help you become a leader. And this is one of the most important foundational things that you can do to become a leader is to take that leap of faith, to bet on yourself, to believe you can change, to believe you can grow, even when you're in a struggle and even when you're in a place of stuckness. That's where everyone's growth starts. No one starts their growth journey feeling good. That It's just not a thing, right? It always starts at the bottom and it's a scary place to start and it's a hard place to press that start button, but it is the place where it gets pressed. So that's the first thought pattern that you might experience when you're experiencing imposter syndrome or that you might experience when you're in that snow globe. And I have a couple others that I want to share with you. The second one is all around setbacks and failures and obstacles. And when you're in that snow globe of limitation and you're in the imposter syndrome and you start kind of toying with this idea of like, well, maybe I am good. Maybe I can speak up. Maybe I can do the thing. Maybe I can bet on myself, right? Like maybe you got on board with all of the things that I just said and you're feeling amazing and you're feeling pumped up and you're like, yes, I'm ready for my growth journey. And then you go out into the world and like you do something brave or you do a thing and you experience what I call a flop. A flop is something that I'm really intimately learning in my theater journey right now. So I I am studying this form of comedy called clowning, which I'm a little bit embarrassed to share because you might think I'm really weird, but it's just a style of comedy and it's a style of performing in front of people. And one of the things that I'm really learning about is how to flop, how to fail in front of an audience. So I really love using the word flop to describe a failure because in the theater world that I'm and flopping is good and it's empowering and it's like this thing that you get better and better at you get better and better at failing and so what i'm talking about here is you feel you're feeling super pumped from what i just shared with you about how you are strong and capable and you can shatter out of that snow globe and you go out into the world and you're like just believes in me what if i believe in me and i'm ready and i'm gonna do it and then you have a flop and then your brain goes see I told you not to listen to her. I told you not to listen to all of this stuff. Stay in the snow globe. It's safe here. Stop trying to be brave. Stop trying to do all these things. You don't need this. You're fine, right? And so your mind tells you and convinces you when you're in the snow globe and really stuck in that, that anytime you have a flop or a failure or an obstacle, It not only means that you're stuck and that you're not going to grow, but it means that all this talk about growth and building your confidence and strengthening your voice, it's all BS. It's all a crock of shiz, you know, like this is not real. Don't listen to this stuff. You're just going to end up embarrassed and disappointed and worse than when you started. And this belief is so, so, so insidious because in many ways, this is your brain pulling on you 
to keep you from changing, pulling on you to really keep you from taking that risk and keep you from doing something new. And our minds don't like change. Our brain doesn't like change. It likes routine. It likes familiarity. So as soon as you have this empowering moment of I want to bet on myself, I want to strengthen my mindset, I want to strengthen my leadership skills, I want to build my confidence, as soon as you step into that, Your brain is already not happy to begin with because it's like, why are you changing things on me, bitch? But it gets worse than when you encounter a failure because then your brain's like, see, see, I told you and you didn't listen. And so if you are committed to lasting growth, to sustainable growth, then you need to change the way that you relate to obstacles. And if you want to shatter out of that snow globe, you need to be willing to flop. And you need to be willing to fail. And you need to understand that there is no path that gets you from where you are to strength and confidence that does not involve failures and feeling bad and having moments where you regret it all and you just want to go back to your starting point. That means you're right on track. And you have to be up for that if you want to experience this growth, if you want to grow your confidence. This is something that I talk about a lot, not so much on the podcast, but like off the podcast that, you know, a lot of times we have this fantasy that growth is going to be really easy. And we have a fantasy of building confidence where it's like, okay, so now I teach you a skill. You go out and do the skill. You do it well. You feel amazing. You're the best in the world. And you're on your confidence journey. When like in reality, it really is like a roller coaster where you're like, oh, holy shit. I'm really, really nauseous. Oh my God. This is the best thing ever. Oh my God. I'm terrified. Okay. It's over. Should I ride again? That's what it's like. And part of your journey of building confidence is going to involve flops and failures and obstacles and feeling bad. And there's no way around that. And you shouldn't want a way around that because that is where all of the goodness, all of the strength is built. You can stay in that snow globe and you can avoid all those failures. You can avoid all of those flops, but you're only going to be able to grow as big as the snow globe. You're only going to be able to grow as big as that tiny little snow globe that you're trapped in. When you break out of the snow globe, you have so much more possibility available to you and you're more exposed, more exposure to failure, more vulnerability, more tenderness, right? Just like if you're trying to get better at your voice, you're trying to get better at public speaking, the main thing you got to do is put yourself in the vulnerable position, put yourself in front of people, work through that hard stuff, right? That's not going to be easy, but that's what's going to get you out of the snow globe. And so if you're wanting to shatter out of the snow globe and you're wanting to break down that imposter syndrome and get in the driver's seat, One of the most important perspectives that you can begin to develop is the perspective that says any flop, any obstacle, any failure is something I can and will work through. And you have to be willing to feel bad. Building confidence is not all about feeling good. It's not about getting into this cycle of just doing good and feeling good. That happens That will happen in your confidence journey. You will get into a cycle of doing good and feeling good. However, that is not the entire journey. The full, rich, deep, embodied experience of building 
unshakable confidence requires you to go into failure and not only into it, but into the feelings that come with it. And it doesn't mean that you need to sit in those feelings forever. And it doesn't mean that your failures won't learn to sting less and less over time. But it does mean that if you're trying to avoid that feeling, you're trying to avoid feeling bad, you are really going to limit how much confidence you can build. And people don't like this. Like this is a truth that I think a lot of people don't like and they want a way to build confidence that doesn't require things to ever be hard. It doesn't require you to ever feel bad. That is not what I do in my work and that is not what I will ever promise on this show or for my clients because I don't think that's the best way. I think when you go that route, you're building something fragile and I'm all for baby steps and I'm all for positive reinforcement, but I'm also all for like resilience. So another belief that I really encourage you to start trying on to break out of that imposter syndrome, out of that snow globe of limitation is that you can handle failure. You can handle obstacles. You can handle hard things and they are not a sign that you are on the wrong path. They are a sign that you are stretching yourself and challenging yourself and growing. Okay, here's another thought that happens a lot when you're trapped in the snow globe and you're in your imposter syndrome and you're in your limiting beliefs. Another thought that you might experience in there is that you have to get it right the first time. You've only got one try, you've only got one shot, and if you mess it up, game over. I think that we might have adopted this from school and it's like you show up for the test and that's like your one try. And luckily, thank goodness, everyone, I have an announcement to make. The professional world doesn't work that way. I feel like we have brought our testing anxiety and our school anxiety and our grading anxiety into our jobs with us. And there's this thinking that we only have one try, but most of what you do in your job never happens in one meeting. It never happens in one day. Look at the time arc of a project that you work on and how long it takes you from the time you started to the time it's finished. You have so many opportunities to correct yourself. The amount of times that we can quote unquote mess up in our jobs, which is really you're just iterating, you're just moving and going layer by layer, right? You're not really messing up. But the amount of times you can quote unquote mess up or not know the answer yet or not get it right or not get it perfect is so high. And I'm not saying like that means you're going to like have work that's incorrect or wrong. But what I'm saying is typically in what you're doing, you are often working many phases until you have a final draft. And it's not like a test or an exam where you sit down and you have to memorize everything and you just show up and then you you just got to do it, right? It's like you can ask people for help. You can change your mind. You can tweak it. If you feel like you need to learn more, you can go off and like take some online course and revisit it, right? Like you have so many opportunities to not get it right the first time. You do not need to get it right the first time. And if you wanna break out of that snow globe and out of that imposter syndrome and out of that limited thinking, notice when you think you have to get it right the first time. And instead, I want you to think that you'll just keep going until you get it right. This is such an empowering thing to make the choice that you're just gonna keep going until you can do it and that's non-negotiable and it's just gonna happen, right? And it requires you to believe that you can do it. So if you think, oh, I'll just keep going until I get it right, and then your brain's like, well, but not really because you're not gonna get it right. That's the other belief, right? That it's not going to work. 
that's like the first belief I was talking about. So these are all kind of connected. Um, but if you believe that there's always a way to make it work, as I suggest you practice believing, then you can also believe that you're going to keep trying until you get it right. And I want to share with you now the last belief that you might experience in the snow globe of imposter syndrome and what I suggest you adopt instead. And then I will start to wrap things up on this episode. This has been a really fun one, and I hope you're enjoying it too. So the last belief, well, there's lots of beliefs in the snow globe of imposter syndrome, right? Like I could write 100, but I wrote some of the big ones that I suspect that you might experience. The last belief that you might have when you're in the snow globe of imposter syndrome is a belief that says that if you're struggling, it means you're doing it wrong. If things are hard, it means you're wrong, it's going wrong, something has gone wrong. And that is really important because when you're thinking that if I'm struggling, that means I'm doing it wrong, it makes you want to give up, right? So if I'm giving you advice on how to speak in meetings and then you go and speak more in a meeting and you're struggling and then your brain's like, see, you're doing it wrong because you're struggling, that's again going to keep you safe and keep you from trying that again because you're like, well, I'm doing it wrong. It's not going to work anyway. I might as well not get uncomfortable. I might as well not push myself out of my comfort zone because I'm not even doing it right. It's not even working. See, I'm doing it wrong because I'm struggling. And the belief that I want you to adopt to get out of the imposter syndrome to shatter the snow globe is that struggle means you're being brave and growing. When you are struggling, it means you have entered into a space that exceeds your current capacities. That is the richest, ripest soil you can be in for growth. You cannot grow when you are not being stretched. And struggle is a sign that you are being stretched. So all that's happened is that you are in that middle space where you are trying something new and you haven't yet gained mastery of it such that you can show up for it without the struggle. And so when you adopt the belief that struggle means that you're being brave and that you're growing, that keeps you in it longer. You're willing to tolerate the struggle longer because the meaning that you're making from that struggle is that you're moving in the right direction. So when you're trapped in the snow globe and you're in imposter syndrome and you're in limitation, you make struggle mean you're going in the wrong direction. When you shatter the snow globe and you're willing to step into that limitless vision of yourself, then you make struggle mean you're moving in the right direction, which again is hard, right? I'm not saying struggle is fun. I'm not saying it's good. I'm not saying I want you to struggle or want you to suffer. But I am saying that it's not so black and white that struggle is bad and ease is good, right? Struggle is something that we experience on the path to building strength. And we cannot build strength unless we have tested ourselves and unless in some ways we have pushed ourselves to our limits. So while all of this stuff is hard and it can take time and it can take patience and I know it's hard to shatter that snow globe and I know it's hard to really believe that it is working and that you can do it and that you can handle the obstacles and that you have lots of tries to get it right and that struggle doesn't mean anything has gone wrong. I know it's hard to believe those things, but when you stay committed to that perspective over time, it keeps you committed to yourself, to your own growth, to taking risks. It keeps you chipping away at that snow globe so that eventually it cracks and all of the water spills out and you have that moment where you're like, wow, I'm glad that I showed up over and over and over and over again because it might have taken 
nagging me a hundred times, but finally, I feel different. Finally, I walked into that meeting and I had no nerves. Finally, I showed up so confident for that job interview. Finally, I'm having fun in my role. Finally, I'm going for the things that I really want. Finally, I feel like I can do it. Finally, I've learned how to manage my doubt. I've learned how to manage my fear. I've learned how to recognize when I'm in the snow globe and I've learned how to pull myself out of it. It is so worth it to go through these hard things to get to that point because once you get to that point of feeling more confident, having that new perspective, feeling stronger, you have that skill forever. You have that part of you forever. You take it with you everywhere you go. And it doesn't mean that you're never going to feel the imposter syndrome come back. And it doesn't mean that all of a sudden everything's going to be easy. But it does mean that you will have evolved as a human. You will be able to handle more. You will be able to take on more. You will be able to push yourself more. And you will have better tools for dealing with the moments that are hard. And that is priceless. And this is why growth is so, so, so much fun. Because you get to become a new version of yourself. You get to dream up who you could be and how you could be when you're feeling good and strong and you get to show up every single day and take those little steps towards becoming that person even when it feels hard even when it feels unlikely even when it feels scary when i started this work and when i started my podcast i really started it on this belief that your potential is limitless. And that is the only way that I know how to orient myself when it comes to growth and it comes to professional development and it comes to helping you build confidence. I just don't think anything else could possibly be true. And I would really love for you to start playing with that idea in your own career and your own life so that you can slowly break out of that snow globe and slowly see that this fictional little snow globe world that you're trapped in isn't the whole world. And there's a big wild world out there for you to step into when the time is right and when you are ready. And you can start chipping away at that snow globe now. I hope that this helped you. It's been such a joy to share this information with you. And thank you for sticking with me. Some of these solo episodes are long and strong and don't get the friction on. Okay, that is a song. I need to end the episode. So I'm going to wind it down. Thank you for listening. If you'd like to get my free course on executive presence, I'm going to link it below in the show notes. You'll also find my contact information. And if you want to work with me, there are two ways to work with me. I'm taking on a few more one-on-one clients and I'm also doing speaking and workshops um, like through your employer at work. So if you want to bring me to your team or to your work, you can do that too. I will put all of the information in the show notes and keep going, keep going. We all get trapped in the snow globe and we all forget that it's just a snow globe and you just got to keep shaking yourself and waking yourself up from the imposter syndrome dream of the snow globe and reminding yourself of all of the things that are outside of it, all of the limitless possibilities that are available to you. I hope you're having a wonderful day. I hope to get to connect with you however it might be, whether you listen to the show, whether we get to meet and chat, and hopefully I'll be doing some more like workshops and things like that. So hopefully there'll be more and more opportunities for us to hang. I hope we get to. And in the meantime, have the most wonderful, wonderful week. I will catch you in the next episode. Bye.